Well, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time of the day is that you are tuning in. Thank you so much for being here. God bless you. I'm so happy today. I am happy. It is a Saturday morning for me, and I am extremely happy today. Just to be in the presence of the Lord, that makes me happy. And to be here with you, that makes me happy as well. And thank you so much for tuning in once again. This is yet another episode of Worship and Warfare Ministries. And I I hope you're enjoying the direction that uh, God is taking us in because this is very important stuff that we're going to be talking about. And I can't wait to share with you everything that God gives me to share with you over the next however long he decides we're going to be doing this. Um, I would like it to be for a really long time. And I I hope that that's his uh, plan as well. So today, I think the topic we're going to talk about is words the power of words. And a lot of people don't understand how powerful they are. And I want you to understand that because changing my words has changed my life. And I want to help each and every one of you do that as well, because they are powerful. There's a lot of power in what we say. And unfortunately, we aren't taught that very often. You don't hear it taught in the church very much, particularly in in mainstream denominations. You don't hear it. You probably won't. But today I'm hoping to give you some information that maybe you don't have. If you have it, maybe I can clarify it a little bit more for you. But we're just going to we're going to talk about the power of words today and why it's important to say what God says about yourself, about your situation, about every area of your life. It's important to say what God says. Now, unfortunately, I've come across a lot of people who say, you know, well, speaking things into existence and which is primarily what we're doing, you know, we're speaking things into existence. Well, that's not godly. That's not biblical. That's new age. And I'm here to tell you, you, you're wrong. You are wrong. And I say that with all love. I do. I I love you. I love you, each and every one of you. I'm not trying to be condescending in any way, but I, I want you to understand the power of what you say and that it's scriptural. Everything that I'm going to give you today is absolutely scriptural. I'm not making anything up. I'm not telling you anything that's not in the Bible. You can go and research it yourself if you want. But let me just say that what we say is as important as what we think and what we do. Thoughts, words, and actions, they matter in the spirit world. Okay? So let's go, let's kind of start by going all the way back to the book of Genesis, chapter 1. As we're reading that, as you're reading through Genesis chapter 1, you're going to see how God formed the foundation of the universe, the foundation of the earth, how he created man, everything. And how he created was through his words. Your words are a creative force, just the way God's were. 
God's words were a creative force. It says there in Genesis, God said, and it was, and it came to be. So God said, and then it was, and then it happened. God said, and then it happened. See, God used his faith as he spoke to create everything around us. He created something out of nothing merely by speaking it into existence. He did that. And we have the same ability because we can operate at the same level of faith that God operates on. We can. And it's not it's not a bad thing that I say that, people. It's not. It's absolutely not. God wants us to operate on his level of faith. And sometimes the way that we do that is to say what he says. To believe the way he believes. So words are very, very powerful. Do we, is it, does it not say in, in the entire first chapter of Genesis, God said, and then it came to be, right? Okay, that's, that's biblical. God said it, and it happened. And since we are the creation of God, and we are created in his image, we have that same ability to speak things into existence. And sometimes we do it without even knowing it. We do it without even knowing it. Let me give you some, some examples. How many times have any of you or anybody in general, how many times have we as human beings walked around and said things like, I'm never going to get that promotion at work. And then you didn't get that promotion at work. Somebody else was promoted over you. How many times have you walked around and said something like, my marriage is falling apart. And then your marriage fell apart. How many times do we do that? How many times do we say things without really even realizing what we're saying? Sometimes we'll just walk around, walk, walk around and we'll say things like, this is not going to happen for me or that's not going to happen for me or, you know, my life is just in a mess. My kids, they can't stand me or whatever. You know, we just say very negative things all the time. We say very negative things all the time and we need to stop that. Okay, we need to change our words because if we start changing our words, we're going to change our lives. 
we will change everything about our lives, everything in our lives. We will do that. But you have to believe in what you say. You know, if we go to the book of Job, I believe it's Job twenty-two twenty-eight, where it says, you can decree a thing and it will be established unto you. You can decree a thing and it will be established unto you. Now, do you, do you know what a decree is? Okay, if you don't, that's okay. A decree is basically an order, which it says, which if you put it that way, Job twenty two twenty eight says you can order a thing and it will be established unto you. You are ordering it in the spirit realm. So we can walk around and say, I decree... Or I declare and decree such and such a thing, you know, over my life. Whatever it is that you want to see happen. And the issue sometimes is that people get really, really impatient. If it doesn't happen immediately or instantaneously, people get upset. And they're like, this doesn't work. Speaking things into existence doesn't work. Well, yes, it does, but sometimes we have to use patience. It's like I told you before, we are planting seeds. Okay, and you will reap the harvest of those seeds. Now, let me ask you this. If you are a farmer, or maybe some of you, some of you ladies out there, maybe you're, you like to garden, you know, you like to plant little little rows of carrots, little rows of tomatoes, you know, corn, lettuce, whatever. You've got yourself a nice little garden. So you go out there and you till up the ground and you get it ready to plant your seed, right? And then you get your little bucket of seeds and you start planting them in, in their rows. Planting your seeds in their little rows. And then you're watering them. You water them. Let me ask you this. Are those seeds going to spring up immediately with whatever it was you planted? No. Absolutely not. It takes time. And if you're a gardener or a farmer or somebody who plants something like that, you know that when you plant a seed one day, <clears throat> you're not going to be able to just go outside the next morning and have an entire crop. It, it doesn't work that way. And it's the same with words. It's the same with seeds. Sometimes it takes a little while. But that's where your faith comes in. We have to know that the, the words that we speak are going to create a harvest for us of whatever it was that we spoke, whatever seed we planted. So if you're planting 
doubt, and unbelief, then that's exactly what you're going to reap. But if you're speaking positive things, if you're speaking faith, speaking by faith, and you're believing for those good things, I'm going to get that promotion. Okay, my marriage is, is healed in the name of Jesus. My kids, I have the best kids ever. They're so obedient. They're so good. I love my kids. My kids are great. Guess what? The things in your, your life are going to start to align with those things. So let me tell you this. If you're going to speak things over your life, you might as well speak good things, right? You might as well be positive about it. And I, I understand, I know that it's a lot easier to be negative about things than it is to be positive. But once you get to this place in your life where you speak positive things and it's changed everything in your life and you really have a grasp of this, you will not be able to tolerate negativity. You will not tolerate negative people. And I don't mean you're going to jump down their throats and whatever, but it gets to the point to where you can't even listen to them talk anymore. Because what comes out of their mouths all the time is negative, something negative. And eventually, if you're around it long enough, it'll start to affect you. <clears throat> you know, I noticed this growing up in my household. You know, where my, my mom, I, I love her. I love her so much. I really do. She's, she's a wonderful mother. Always has been. But she was always kind of a negative person. Sometimes the first thing out of her mouth was something very negative. And I know a lot of the times that it was because she, she was really wanting to protect me from the world. But it, it really kind of had the opposite effect. She was speaking negatively into my life. And that's what I reaped. I reaped all that negativity she spoke over me. And I had to change that. She couldn't change it for me, you know, because I had grown up that way and it was already in me. So I had to change it. And the way I changed it was by refusing to speak negatively about myself and about my situations. And this is the exact same way that I have raised my son. <coughs> oh, excuse me. Sorry, let me take a little bit of a drink here. Ah, nothing like a good Dr. Pepper on a Saturday morning. Okay. <clears throat> so, like I, like I said, it matters what you say. Don't speak negatively over your life. There's a scripture in Proverbs. I believe it's Proverbs 6. I can't remember the verse. I want to say verse 2. I could be wrong about that. But it is Proverbs 6. 
<clears throat> excuse me, where it says that we we are snared by our words. We are snared by our words. What does that mean? Well, it means that if you, again, if you speak negatively, that's what you're going to, to reap negativity. And it's really that simple, folks. It really is. Because let me tell you something right now. As a spiritual law, it does not matter what your religion is, what your culture is. If you believe God, if you don't believe in God, if you're an atheist, if you're an agnostic, it matters not. Does not matter in the least. You are still subject to spiritual law. Whether you like it or not, whether you believe it or not, the same Spiritual laws that apply to me as a Christian apply to you as a non-believer. Now, I, I, I hope that each of you listening, you know, are people of faith and you believe in God. Hallelujah. If you're not, if you don't believe in God, I hope that I, I, I pray and I'm going to believe that something I say will draw you to the Lord. Because that's what I want. That's what God wants. And I want what God wants. I don't know about you. I want what God wants because everything God has is fantastic. It's amazing. And I want to live on that level. Okay. <clears throat> Moving on to the next thing. So we have the scripture in Proverbs 6.2. I believe 6.2. I don't have my Bible in front of me right now. This is kind of an impromptu little thing here. But it says we are snared by our words. And you may be wondering, well, that's all Old Testament. Every scripture that I've given you so far is Old Testament. Well, okay. We'll get to the New Testament here in a little bit. We're on our way. And I may give you some scriptures where I can't remember exactly where they are, but all you have to do if you want to is you can, you know, type the scripture that I give you into like a search bar on your computer or even on your phone and it'll bring up that scripture. So just so you know that everything that I am giving you is scripture backed. Okay. Because there's another one I want to give you too. As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. And that one, I, <laughs> I really have a hard time sometimes remembering where that is. I need to write that down, but I want because I want to remember it. And I'm going to, from here on out, I'm going to remember it. That's my confession. That's what I believe. But as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Okay, so what do you think about yourself in your heart? What do you... Where is your heart at when you're thinking about yourself and your life? <clears throat> Do you think positively about yourself and your life? Do you confess those things? I mean, take a real good look at your life. And then 
think about what have you been what have you been saying about it because it matters it truly does as a man thinketh in his heart so is he because what you think in your heart is what you're going to say so it's highly highly important that you speak the way god speaks about you Speak the way God speaks about your situation. You're the apple of his eye. <clears throat> and I, I want to remember where that scripture is. But again, take those scriptures, take those words, type them into a search bar. It'll give you the scripture. I promise I'll be better prepared next time. So let's get over into the New Testament. There's a scripture in the book of Matthew, and I think it's in all four Gospels, really, where it says, and this one I'm actually going to look up. I have my <clears throat> I have my phone here with my Version Bible app on it. So I am going to look this one up. I think it's a Mark 11, 22, and 23. Let's get down here a little bit. Just a little further. Okay, let's see. Okay, starting at 22. It says, Then Jesus said to the disciples, Have faith in God. I tell you the truth. You can say to this mountain, did you catch that? You can say to this mountain, may you be lifted up and thrown into the sea and it will happen. But you must really believe it will happen and have no doubt in your heart. Now, this is verse 24. I want you to listen to this. Okay. Verse 24, Mark eleven twenty-four. I tell you, you can pray for anything. And if you believe that you've received, it will be yours. It's, it's that easy. You can speak it and it'll be yours if you believe it. Hmm. All right. Well, we're on to something. We're on to something. But I love the scripture. I tell you, you can pray for anything. And if you believe that you've received, it will be yours. But let's back up to 23 again. I want to read that one more time. Verse 23. I tell you the truth. You can say to this mountain, may you be lifted up and thrown into the sea, and it will happen. But you must really believe it will happen and have no doubt in your heart. This, this is Jesus. This is, these are Jesus' words. You say it, you believe it, 
you receive it. Say it, believe it, receive it. There's nothing new age about that. It's right there. Right there in red. Jesus spoke it. You have a problem with it, I suggest you take it to Jesus and have him clarify it for you. I had to do that. Because I didn't understand this at first. I did not understand it. But Jesus clarified it for me. He made sure that I understood and that I understand. And it is absolutely critical that we get a hold of this particular uh, way of thinking. Is that when we speak things, if we believe it, we're going to receive it. And it doesn't matter, honestly, if what you say is positive or negative. You're going to reap what you say. It is a law it's a spiritual law of sowing and reaping. So you might as well, you know, sow some good things. Okay. Now this is just one of the scriptures. This is just one of the scriptures. <clears throat> Do you guys know that Jesus always spoke the end result? I mean, honestly, do you, do you know that Jesus always spoke the end result? He did. I mean, remember when he, he passed by that fig tree and he spoke to that fig tree? And he basically cursed the fig tree, actually, is what he did. But when he passed by it and told it that it would never bear fruit again. Jesus always spoke the end result. What he wanted to see happen, that's what he spoke. He wanted to see that happen. He spoke it. Boom, it happened. It's not any more difficult than that. But it takes great faith. But honestly, whether you are speaking positively, positively or negatively, what you believe is what you're going to get. And I think we've... we've talked about that before. Let's go to 1st John chapter 5. Let's see if we can find it. Aha. 1st <clears throat> John 5 14 and 15. And I'm running out of time. We're going to have to get through this really quickly. Verse 14 says, And we are confident that he hears us whenever we ask for anything that pleases him. And since we know he hears us, when we make our requests, we also know that he will give us what we ask for. Okay? Again, we see speak, receive, believe, receive. Speak, believe, receive. But this one kind of throws something a little bit different in there. This one says, If we are confident that he hears us, we can ask for anything that pleases him. That means we can ask for his will. Whatever was in, is within his will, he'll do it. Speak, believe, receive. Okay. 
we may have to continue this in another another episode because I'm just about out of time. But I want to say once again, th- thank you so much for being here, letting me speak into your day, letting me minister to you just a little bit. I love it. I appreciate it. I'm so glad to have this opportunity. God is so good. He's so good all the time. So thank you again for being here. And we will see you sometime next week. And I am so excited. I can't wait. Love you all.